Hello and welcome everyone to a spooky tabletop one shot. Ooh, it's mm-hmm. Halloween. Ooh, it's the spooky time of year. I'm so spooked. We're all very spooked. It's the spooky time. Uh, I am. I'm Laura. Laura Kate Dale. I am. I am your host today. I am going to be running a little one-page RPG. Uh, I will get to what that one-page RPG is in a minute, but. There's other people here because I'm I'm being the, the game master, the dungeon master, the person who's all the NPCs and makes all the rules. But I need players for that to be an interesting thing to listen to. Who's in the room with me? Who are you? Red Five standing by. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm Jane from Janiac. Uh, I I do podcasts with you. Yeah, and also with Becky. Indeed. Let's talk to Becky then. Let's talk to Becky. Becky, who are you? I'm I'm Becky. Unique among the players in that my name does not in fact start with a J. I'm going to be doing the editing, so I guess I'm a person that needs to be shouted at about that. <laughs> uh, who else is in the room with Becky? Uh, I'm James. Uh, that's about all there is to know about me. <laughs> and we have a special guest with us today. Who are you, special guest who we haven't introduced yet? I'm the American. I'm Justin. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> so, today we're going to be playing a, uh, a one-page tabletop uh, RPG that I've not tried before, but it seemed... It seemed like a fun little set of rules and a fun conceit, and also it was vaguely Halloween themed. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie, I searched one page RPGs Halloween spooky, and this is what came up. Um, <laughs> so, we are gonna be playing a game called Bag of Bones. It's by someone called James Isles, who just put it out for free. Uh, you can support James Isles on Patreon at UFO Press. So, I'm gonna read out some of the general preamble about what this game is. A terrible necromantic ritual has brought you back to life as a lumbering, clattering, skeletal monstrosity. You have a few problems with this. First, you'd rather be at peace, or at least free from the necromancer's bindings. Second, they jammed whatever bones they could find in here. Humans, animals, monsters, whatever, and twisted them into weapons and tools. The worst part is that there's more than one ghost in this body. You're gonna have to share. Um, so basically, a necromancer has brought a skeleton golem back to life, and you are the various spirits of people who have been brought back to life inhibiting parts of this skeleton monstrosity. One of you might be the head, you might be a single arm, you might be a leg, who knows what you're gonna be. So, let's find out who everyone's gonna be. Unlike some tabletop games where you, you know, come up with your character and your stats in advance, this is a one-page RPG. We're going to be making it up on the spot. So, let's start with Jane. Uh, Shall I do a d6 roll for you? See who, what you're going to be? Jane is going to be... I'm an arm. Do you have a preference if you're the left or right arm? Uh, left, please. The left. Okay, Jane is going to be the left arm of our skeleton. Let's roll to find out your character's name. Uh, Lucretia. You are Lucretia the left arm. It's all good. It's all coming together nicely. Uh, and you have some unfinished business, and we'll get to how that impacts the game in a second. Lucretia, your unfinished business is simply to enjoy fine food and exquisite music. So nothing's changed. Then. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just want to keep enjoying the nice stuff that life had to offer. Apparently, there's not exquisite food or music in the afterlife. Uh, gonna throw it over now to Becky. Roll me a d6. Uh, I botched. That's uh, gotta be good. Uh, it's probably a cool part of the skeleton to be. You're gonna be the skull. Oh no, that's the worst possible <laughs> outcome. <laughs> Basically in charge. I don't like this. <laughs> you you, you have the, the eyes and the mouth. You can, uh... I, I believe you can pick what it's saying and where it looks. Give me another d6 and let's find out what your character's name is. Are you sure? Because the last time I rolled a dice I got responsibility and I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> uh, you are L. E-L-L-E. And give me one final d6 so we can find out what your unfinished business is. You have to get revenge on your killer. Ooh. So... Keep a note of all these things. These will all come up shortly. But uh, let's throw the ball over to James. Give me a d6. One. Uh, give me another d6. Someone's already in that head. <laughs> Four. Uh, 
You get to be a leg. Which of the... Do you have a preference on leg? Hmm. Nah. Right. You're going to be the right leg. Uh, give me another d6 so we can find out what your name's going to be. One. Uh, give me another. That one's taken. <gasps> this is what I was hoping. You rolled a three. You're Lars the leg. Lars the leg. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> we've got Lars the leg. Uh, and give me one more d6 so we can find out what you need to do. You need to find out what's left of your legacy. Lars <laughs> 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 the leg and his legacy. <laughs> uh, and Justin, can you give me a d6? Alrighty. Three. You are the other arm. I believe Jane is the left arm, are yep. you? So okay, right Justin... Arm. Squad. You are the right arm, so you, you've got control over half of the, the, the lifting and punching ability. Gotcha. Give me a roll for your name. Four. You are Angelica. This is perfect. That's just what I named my Outer Worlds character. Yay. Wonderful. And uh, give me a final D6 so we can find out what you what you've been what you have to do to get peace back in the uh, the afterlife. You have to confess some unsaid feelings. Ooh. Um so, I'm gonna have to decide now, and this is uh, this is not something I've been given, I need to come up with this one. We're gonna talk about what the necromancer wants your skeletal body to do. What is your task? Um, you have been brought back to life in order to be a bodyguard on a, on a, on a lengthy journey for the necromancer. He's travelling from town to town. He's not very good at offensive magic himself if he's attacked, so his his plan is I'll just bring back a skeletal warrior. They'll uh, they'll protect me. Skeleton warrior. <laughs> what what's the worst that can happen? They've got no they've got no pain receptors, they're not gonna feel injured or anything. It's probably fine. So uh unlike a lot of tabletop games, this tabletop game involves playing cards. Yeah, so if everyone uh, draws five cards to start uh, and pops them sort of near their, their little icon, uh, I will talk through the mechanics of this before we get started. Uh, it doesn't matter too much if other people see what your cards are um, at this stage. Okay, I'm doing a big shuffle, and there you go. Draw five cards each. Stole my card. Stole my other card. <laughs> <laughs> How are we bad at this? No worries. Know. I'm sure it'll be alright when we get there. <laughs> so, every at the start of this game, everyone is, has been dealt uh, five cards. These are your ghost's willpower. As long as you have some cards, you can hold on to your bit of the golem and move it. So, um, e each of you has final say over what your bit of the, the skeleton does. Um, the skull, you can decide what the skeleton says and where it looks. The arms can decide how to pick up and use things. The legs can decide where and how things will move. Um, however, if you as a group get into an argument about what the skeleton should do, these cards will be used to resolve arguments. Um, for example, that might be by wagering a number of these cards. These cards will be used to uh, determine if you overcome difficult situations. These are what you use to problem solve and to progress. So, keep them safe. These are your these are your cards. Um, right. There we go. So, um, tell us a little bit about each of your uh, your your ghosts that are controlling these arms. I want to give give me a little bit of backstory about who you think your characters are. Alrighty. I'm feeling like Angelica was pretty much a farmhand, so not really known for combat, but, you know, you had to use hands and stuff like that. Um, how did she die? I'm going to assume just, like, crushed by a runaway minotaur. Oh, wow. That is... <laughs> I, I suppose in a fantasy world there's nothing to stop a farmhand having a minotaur on the farm. I don't know if the human side... Maybe they're the perfect farmer. And they understand both the animal and the human aspects of farming. It apparently wasn't a great idea, but... No. Well, they still get spooked by loud noises, so, yeah. you know. Um, James, tell me a little bit about your uh, your character. 
Oh, I don't know. I have to make things up now. Yeah, this is the, the <laughs> difficult bit of telling a role-playing story. Is it something leg-related, Laz, the leg, right leg finding? What's I was going to say it's a long-distance luger, but I don't know what lugeon actually is. Luge is when you get in basically like a, a thing on wheels and go very fast down a sort of downhill tube. That's what I thought it was, but I wasn't too confident about it. Okay. <laughs> Lars was a long-distance luger. <laughs> um, like, a brilliant one as well. So, yeah. to try and tie in with trying to find what's left of the legacy, yeah, I'm going to say in whatever part of the world they're in or whatever, they... they set a precedent, maybe they set a new record or they helped develop a new new technique or something perhaps is is this the after my death has my legacy lived on, are people still sort of doing my style of losing yeah okay, okay, Uh, Becky let's hear a little bit about your character before we do, I just want to let everyone know I'm real ahead canoning that the reason that James got the leg is because he looged into a wall and just his entire upper body just ate shit and the legs were all <laughs> I am happy with this. That's beautiful. <laughs> I was definitely doing it wrong if he was going face first. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a legacy move, okay? It That's the legacy we're looking for. Is eating shit into a wall still the way it's done? <laughs> Uh, Becky, your character Okay, well, since I want revenge on my killer Hmm. I'm going to say that in life I was a minotaur wrangler (laughs) 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 And when when someone took that away It just went sideways for a lot of people It got loose It went and killed one of the farmhands It ruined the luge (laughs) competition (laughs) That was a busy farm that day this is how so, we ended up in a mass grave together, okay? Yeah, so so this you you happened to die first because you were the Wrangler. And your your accident Actually Oh, so are you are you trying to get revenge on the Minotaur? Is is that who you're trying to get revenge on when you say you're killer? I mean, that would just mean that I was a bad Minotaur Wrangler. What if someone <laughs> wanted to kill the Minotaur Wrangler because they wanted to wrangle the Minotaurs? Oh, oh, I see your suggestion. So perhaps someone killed the Minotaur Wrangler to let the Minotaur out, which caused the rest of the deaths. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Um, the Minotaur just ran across the track during the luge event, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, as Minotaurs are wont to do. Uh, and Jane, tell us a little bit about your character. Well, I'm Lucretia, you see. I was enjoying a sumptuous tea outside when all of a sudden the wall fell on me. I <laughs> believe from my understanding that a minotaur had run into it, mostly followed by Lucia. Most unfortunate. <laughs> okay, so you, you, your journey has begun and your uh, necromantic... Uh, uh, summoner has uh, has brought you back to life and explained to you sort of, oh yeah, I don't I don't really mind too too, too much what you what you get up to as long as you're getting the job done. Um, so get acquainted with yourselves. You're going to be together for a while. <laughs> I think I should have been the skull. I'm far too important to be just lolling around here with an arm. Anyone else got any input <laughs> on their sudden skeletal state? <laughs> Well, I wasn't sure. Can I talk as the arm, or am I doing like I, sign here's, language? <laughs> here's what I will say. Um, I think I think you can talk to the other the other bone ghosts, and I think the necromancer understands what the individual parts are saying. But should we perhaps end up in a town, for example, I don't think that you could, as as an arm, ask for help unless you can convince me that you can do sign language. In which case. <laughs> We will, if you want to communicate as an arm, we will tackle that when we come to it. Uh, I'll, I'll go with the voice. Um, I think I'm going to lean into kind of a Sandy Cheeks voice, so. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here about everything, y'all. <laughs> hey, yeah, either of you got any feelings of being, now you're a, you're a skeleton? I have a joke, but I'm trying to make it work. So, <laughs> give me a minute. Oh gosh, no she's buffering. <laughs> I just really hope that whichever town this like guy wants to go through, one of them is the the one where there's like just a lot of broken things, courtesy of a minotaur. 
Well, perhaps that will be the case. We shall see. Yeah, no, I need context to make the joke work. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all right. We'll move on. We'll move on then. No worries. Um, now, do each of you have in mind a visual description of your character that you'd like to share that we can stick in at the front? Um, for the purposes oh. of giving a visual aid for the ending, that people know what they they can maybe picture. I've got a very pronounced humorous. <laughs> as a skeleton part, or as they were? No, as 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 the the, the human. The, the, well, as the 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 human and or creature they were before they were part of this skeleton. Oh, oh fine linens. I I wore many fine linens and very rich, uh, old velvets. Such fancy clothes! I had the finest dresses from all over the all over the the, the planar universe. Were you just a fancy old lady, human? <laughs> I wasn't even that old lady. Just very, very fancy. <laughs> See, uh, I think I was. Uh, I'm going to say dwarf, and yeah. I'm I'm basically going to go uh like overall straw hat, torn up shirt, that kind of look. Hmm. Uh, Becky. I would like to imagine I was the tackiest Wrangler that ever did wrangle. I'm talking like Wrangler branded jeans, Wrangler branded oh, tops. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> Just... <laughs> oh, that, that's amazing. And James? Uh, Lars was not just a legendary loser. He was actually a, a lycanthrope legendary loser. Um, but in order to A, keep himself really fast and to avoid detection, he'd shaved all his fur off. <laughs> That's beautiful. As soon as you started saying that, I knew where I was going, and I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to say our uh, necromancer, who none of you ever asked his name. He never asked if I wanted to bring him back from the dead, so I guess we're I all rude here. I'm about to say, I don't know that he ever asked our name, really. Uh, he didn't, but... I quietly uh, imagined that An- Angelica might. The necromancer looks... I- I'm going to say like the gothest uh, the gothest teen grew up about three decades. <laughs> like, he's a 50-year-old man who dresses like a Hot Topic teen goth. He's very uh... obsessed with his cool skeleton friends. And there we go. Oh, well, no, I like him more than I used to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it... As you all start initially stumbling your way, you know, through through uh, your new lease on life, um, confirming the necromancer's um, suspicions that they might need protection, um, a highway, a highwayman, one of those sort of a uh, middle of the woods robbers, jumps out and attempts to uh, attempts to mug your necromantic master, which I think will be our first opportunity to do. Something risky or important. Uh, when something risky or important comes up, all of the ghosts will need to pull together. Each player puts a card face down in a pile. Then we will turn them face up all at once. If the numbers on the cards add up to ten or higher, the golem succeeds at what it was trying to do. So, you can't discuss as a group what numbers you're putting in, but you need to put in a number... And we'll see whether see whether they meet they make ten. Uh, face cards? Do they have? Uh, they face cards tens? will count as ten. Okay. Ace is one. No, nope. Right. We all ready? We have nine, three, five, and three. We very very deftly uh, dealt with this. So, um, does anyone want to explain how their their part of the body helps fight off this this highway robbery? I was just gonna lamp him in the face. Out of my way, oik! <laughs> the backhand slap him out of the way. I'm very important. Do you know who I am? I, I think I'm just waving at them, trying to be polite, which is just throwing him off completely. Very <laughs> 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 <Harry> mixed messages. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just going to appeal to a sense of don't bother. Like, oh, come on, mate. It's, it's my first day on the job. I don't want to be doing this. <laughs> so with that, you managed to successfully um, fend off this attacker. Um, because you've successfully, um, because you've overcome this challenge, uh, everyone can draw an additional card to put into their set of cards because you've you've all been successful. Hooray! How wonderful! You've you've 
You've uh, you've worked towards the necromancer's command, so everything everything is going positively so far. As you continue on your journey, uh, you do come across a small town, and the uh, the necromancer goes into a bar, and he's like, I'd 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 rather not have my style um cramped. I'd rather not have my style cramped by having you know someone like you following me around. So you wait outside. I'll see you in a moment. So you have been left to have some free time by the necromancer. Now, you're not going to be able to go hugely far, necromantic magic being what it is and all, but as a group, do any of you have any things you would like to look around town to do? Any kind of investigations you might like to do towards your own personal goals? Let us find the nearest patisserie. I wish for cream cakes and fine wines. Yeah, I can go for something to eat, y'all. And how are we going about this? From from up here, I can tell you that nothing tastes of anything. <laughs> I'm confused about the mechanics of being one leg and the other leg not speaking much. Like, if I move, do we just fall over? Steve! Steve, are you there? <laughs> Steve, mate! Oh, no! Uh, I, oh, no, we've I, got I, a dead I, leg! I will, fi- I will fill this in for you. There is an additional ghost in this body called Steve. He doesn't <laughs> talk very much, and he's happy to go along with whatever everyone, everyone else wants. He's just not very confrontational. Come, Stephen, to the nearest place of cream cakes and fine wine. <laughs> I reach down and pat Stephen on its leg bone. Aww. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, I think Stephen has the most uh, affinity towards... Um, Towards James's character purely because leg leg solidarity. Yeah. Lars and Stephen here. Yeah. Might just get a little quiet. Thank you, Lars. And that's about it. That's all Stephen's gonna say. <laughs> uh, so yes, is is anyone in the group opposing this this desire to go and attempt to eat food? Nope. I'm riveted to see how this shakes out. <laughs> I'm hoping that if we just let her get over the notion quickly, we can move on to to, to different things. Uh, James, you control the legs. Are you are you going along with this plan? Is there a a, a luging arena here? Um, how's about this? I will say that there is in town. Um, there is a sports. There's a there's the fantasy equivalent of a sports bar. You might not be able to go and do some luging, but there's probably some people that know some stuff about sports in town. Maybe there's a crystal ball where you can watch the big game. Yeah, exactly. You could maybe watch the big losing game on a crystal ball somewhere in town. Oh. You are the legs, so ultimately you do have control over where this skeleton goes, unless the skeleton chooses to have an argument, and if so, we will get to that in a second. Do you know what else a sports bar has? Snacks! 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 Well, I, I will say... um. Jane's character does have to enjoy fine food and exquisite music. I don't know if that's, uh... I don't know, that sounds right to me. I will tell you, as a trash goblin, that anything you can find in a bar is going to be microwaved terrible deliciousness. (laughs) I don't know, would you consider that fine food and exquisite music? Simply below my station. I would, but that might say more about me than anyone else. So, I, I think we have a disagreement going on, and... It's time to have a fight between two parts of the body. This is a fun mechanic of the game that I quite like. So, if the ghosts want to do different things, um, we're going to have to do this a little bit on a system Um On the count of three, you're each going to shout a number between one and five. Whoever whoever says the biggest number, we get, we're get. we going to go do your thing, but you have to discard that many of your cards. You've only got five cards total right now, so... You're gonna be. That's up to you. How many do you want to wager on taking control of this skeleton? So, are you ready to say a number on the count of three? But is it everybody or just the? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna say just Jane and James. Okay. Yeah, we'll go grab some popcorn. Two, I think they're the two <laughs> who have the strongest feelings about where we should go. I'm um, grabbing the popcorn and putting it in the skull's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it falls out the bottom of the jaw. Um. One. Oh two, God! It's red popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Johns gap in shock. And Are you ready? I'm ready. One, two, three. Four. Oh. Oh. Uh, these legs are really adamant about this. Uh, as much as much as you've sort of won most of the body over, the legs ultimately have final say. So, James, you're going to have to discard four of those cards. Do I have to get rid of my two, then? 
Uh, no, oh, I okay. don't believe you. This is, um, yeah, so the person the person who holds up the most, uh, yeah, gets to act. So, uh, J- uh, James is down to a single card. Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting. James is gonna have limited ability to uh, to uh, contribute necessarily to the uh, continuing adventure. So, with the rest of the skeleton slightly indignant, um. Lars, the legs of losing are gonna walk the uh, the skeleton over to the sports bar. Does anyone have anything they want to say? I'm very disappointed. Lars helps to the lot of you. Good work, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um. So as you walk into the sports bar, um, I'm gonna say the patrons of the sports bar weren't necessarily expecting an undead monstrosity to walk in. Um. You get the sense that they've all got their eyes on you and they're probably going to be a little freaked out if you come in. So, I want to know what the team's approach to this is going to be. Do you find a disguise? Do you just confidently walk in and hope it's fine? Do you try and sort of sneak in and eavesdrop on on your information? What's the team's plan to to help Lars the Legs learn about losing? I feel like we should just nestle it. Lucretia's just trying to hide the hide behind their own hand. <laughs> she just doesn't want to be seen in here. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waving. <laughs> oh. Just Every single person in the bar just turning from the hand to them waving. He's just giving them like nice thumbs up and like, hi! Yeah. hi. <laughs> While the other uh, hand is apparently trying to hide. <laughs> just tucks herself up in the ribcage a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, let's let's get everyone to to pop one card in and let's see if you can hit ten as a group to uh to to make to make this happen to uh to not scare everyone. I think the plan seems to be just be a friendly skeleton. Let's have a look. That's a ten off the bat. Everything else we turn over is essentially irrelevant. That's a nine. I can't get this one to turn over, but that's yeah, that's that's considerably over ten. You all successfully uh. You'll successfully manage to uh to wander into the bar just very casually. This is just walk casual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think um I honestly think it's the waving and the the thumbs up that have solved this. <laughs> I I think you've just really calmly gone like, oh no, a skeleton's gonna oh oh it's waving high and it's doing a thumbs up. It's a chill skeleton. I think maybe someone tries to drink from the skull. Rude. Just fill it with beer. <laughs> I, I accept this. <laughs> do, you, do you have anything to say to the person drinking out of you? I mean... <laughs> I'll fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sloshed before, but it's nothing on this. <laughs> um. So, while you're in the bar, wouldn't you know, the finals of the losing tournament come up on, on screen. There's been a new losing tournament, and... <gasps> what is this? They're using the legendary large losing illusion. They're using the legendary large losing leg technique. <laughs> They're just barreling down so fast that they end up. If, this is how losing is done these days. No one survives. <laughs> it is no one surviving the sport. Um, everyone goes down that track. Legs first. Like I can shave an extra fraction of a second off, but I will die on impact at the bottom. Uh, it's now a mark of respect if you die and end up just a leg. <laughs> Lars, you have made a lasting legacy with your losing leg <laughs> technique. Um, and because you have successfully uh, worked towards your goal, draw an extra card. Uh, as well as the card that everyone gets to draw for having done the uh, overcoming an obstacle. So yeah, back up to two. Even though... He clearly sees what's happening. I'm still excitedly pointing at him and then pointing at the, like the little TV or whatever. <laughs> like that. Like, look, 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 see, that was the, you. That was you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I this isn't strictly on the the RPG rules, but I want to see you roll a d20 in roll twenty to see how well you convey this and whether the patrons of the bar realize this is the legendary Lars the losing leg. Let's see here. Ooh, not very good. Three. Not only do the patrons of the bar not realise what you're on about, um, I don't. I think Lars thinks 
thinks that you're trying to insult him. I don't know what the ins perceived insult is, but this has gone over very badly. But let's be clear, I haven't stopped. <laughs> so, what you say about my what, what are you on about? Uh, so with this done, um, the necromancer is going to come back out of the bar, look around, and and see sort of making a bit of a commotion, and go over here, over here, back to work, back to work, and you start moving back through the woods as you continue your journey onwards. Um, a lot of it is uneventful. This necromancer has had to be protected at least once, you know. He, he probably wasn't foolish to have you along, but any adventure has a lot of downtime. Eh? He's sort of, uh, well, I, I know that I've sort of unwillingly brought you back from the, the dead, all of you, but um, let me know about yourselves. What do, you, what do you like? I like to get to know my undead, undead hordes, even if you are bound to my servitude. <laughs> I like going to pubs. It, it turns out you can get your entire head filled with booze, and and people just cheer you on. Although someone did nick me pint. <laughs> I just like meeting people. Yes, you do. Well, well, I like meeting you. Thank you for being a part of my undead thrall, committed to my servitude. It's very I good of you. Start waving. <laughs> uh, I, the necromancer waves back. <laughs> The service here is absolutely appalling. I'm disgusted by the whole thing. And I don't arm, really. Someone of my station. Well, here's what I think. You can either like it or lump it. If you don't like it, I'll make you the crotch region. Do you want to be put somewhere less less deserving of your stature? Or are you going to do what you're told? You think she's got the hump. She's just going to sort of cross one arm. <laughs> at, least the other ar at least the other arm's happy about it. S still waving. <laughs> See? She's sort of drumming on the ribcage. What's so bad? He loves being an arm. <laughs> um, as you as you continue your wander onwards through the woods, um, you notice there's a fork in the road, and ultimately both of these are going to head to the same destination. They're going to eventually meet back up and, and reach the same destination that uh, that you've been trying to head to. But there's a signpost. One sign is pointing to a very, very, very fancy Parisian restaurant. Uh, Fantasy Paris. Fantasy Paris. Yeah, there's the, uh, the, the Eiffel Tower of... The, the Elfful Tower? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if, do you want, go have a, a fantastic um, Michelin star meal in the Elfful Tower. Uh, but down the other path, there is what looks suspiciously like Minotaur tracks. Uh, some knock-down trees, and you get the distinct impression. You j something feels very familiar about this. What does the party do? Come, everybody. Uh, my father took me here when I was just a small girl. I assure you they have the finest cream cakes you'll ever experience. I've never had cake before. Oh, you simply must try one. They're absolutely fabulous. The pastry so delicate, the cream so exquisite. I understood about three of those words. <laughs> oh, you are a charming fellow. Perhaps I should have you sweep out the stables at some point. Uh, is anyone opposing this decision to head towards uh, some fancy food? So hear me out. On the one hand... That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you sodding nice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the one hand, there is pastries, and on the other hand, there is the, the murder tar. So what you're essentially giving us right now is cake or death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I choose cake. I, I I get the impression everyone's heading towards cake. So it's the uh, only sensible choice, to. indeed. So you all sort of uh, amble along, and uh, I I I'm assuming you convince the uh, the necromancer that it's a good idea to stop for for creaming team cakes on the way. Come on, fellow, we're going for cake and, and perhaps even a sherry. Who knows? I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this, but have you thought about the mechanics of what you're trying to do? I'm not opposed to it. Honestly, I'd be quite fat. Actually, this is the first time I've brought a skeleton back and it's tried to eat. I'm mildly curious. Sure, let's go. Um, so... The awful tower! <laughs> so, you're gonna manage to get a table, um... The the, that wasn't the issue. The the servers 
here's, here's what I'm going to say. The servers look confused, but they know better than to question a fancy rich-paying client. If someone who has money wants to bring a skeleton in with them, they can bring a skeleton in with them. But, <laughs> as a group, how do you intend to try and eat food? I'm going to put my fork in and lift it up towards the mouth. You'll get no, no problems from me. I'll pop it right up, sir. <laughs> now, I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to fully mimic whatever the left arm is doing. So I will also <laughs> grab a fork and also Double put some table in the So, I think I'm going to need more than one roll on this, because I have something in mind. So, uh, let's get everyone to, to, to pop a card in to see how successfully you double throw food towards the face. I'm having, like, cream double-fisted into my mouth. <laughs> this is just uh, a lot. Uh, everyone is welcome to draw another card. Uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, you just make it over the threshold. You get 12. Um, so you do pass, but only just. Um, now, uh, here's what I'll give you for this pass. You do successfully, with both hands, get food up to the mouth, and I'm going to say, the mouth, the head does taste the food. It falls straight out, but the aura, the ghostly aura, is strong enough that it, it's essentially like drinking LaCroix. <laughs> um, you're not getting a proper, like, you're not getting the proper flavour experience, but you, you the, the ghost of the flavour does waft across the, uh, the head. Now... Uh, LaCroix is just haunted water, is that what you're saying? LaCroix is sparkling water that was haunted by fruit. (laughs) Um, So, what do you do about this arm? You did not experience this food. Am I not part of the body? Do I not get it? You put the food in the the head, and the head did get the ghostly aura of the food. I feel like I've been cheated somewhere. No, 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 no. You, You... I want to hear... Alternative plans about how you might get your bit of the body to experience food. Put your hand in the mouth. <laughs> Put your hand Sim- in the food. Simply unseemly. In the head. Put the hand in the head from underneath. Portable <laughs> bowl of food. I don't need that bread. Simply unbecoming of my station. I can't believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> you would suggest such things. Is there at least perhaps a, a nice harpist playing in the background? Um, uh, the necromancer claps twice and a harpist does start to play. Um, but music alone will not fulfil your final request. Are you willing to degrade yourself to some other manner of having an arm interact with food? I most certainly am not. <laughs> <laughs> no? Disgusting. I wouldn't... I'm not putting my fingers into Do you know who I am? I was raised properly. I went to a finishing school. So... Is there going to be a waiter that's walking past the table with a vet, you know, food, trays of food, that sort of thing? I, I think the, the answer is yes. If you have to ask me if a thing can happen, yes. <laughs> so, the leg, who's been under the table in the dark, um, yeah. is going to stick his leg out over on, under the table, in hopes of tripping over a waiter, you're, you're and gonna try and causing a cascade of food over the skeleton and possibly the necromancer. Mm. And then blame it. <sighs> Roll a d20 for me. Give me a straight d20. A really gay one. Eight. eight. Okay, how's about this? For an eight, you do trip the waiter, and some of the food does fall onto Justin's arm. Onto the other arm, the other arm, and once smeared in food, Angelica can taste the Lacroix-like waftings of this delectable <laughs> dish. Angelica delight. I'd like to say almost immediately, she then takes whatever part of the arm the food's on and just <gasps> smushes it into the other arm. <laughs> How dare you! I am a lady. You do, you do not treat me. Now, I'm almost royalty. Do you have any idea? Look at the state of me. I will interrupt you mid-rant. At this point, you do start to get the ghostly waftings of the greatest brioche you've ever had. 
she's still trying to hide herself um, <laughs> um, 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 under the tablecloth because she's absolutely mortified by the whole situation. As, as mortified as she may be, her unfinished business is now finished business. Uh, and as such, the group continues their journey onward. Uh, everyone draws a card to replace the card they lost. Plus, you get an extra card, Jane, because you uh, you, you work towards your unfinished business. You continue on with your your walk down the path. Um, two of you, as as much as one of you may not wish to admit it, feeling pretty okay about how things are going. Um, you've 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 had food one last time. You've experienced uh, the delights of uh, knowing that you have a legacy. <laughs> and as everyone and as everyone continues further along the path. Um, you happen upon a familiar place. <coughs> this farm looks very, very familiar. Now, in one direction, you can see hmm, one direction. Uh, I, I want to <laughs> know from I want to know from Justin. Uh, your unfinished business is confess unsaid feelings. Is it? Yeah. And trying yeah. to figure that one out. I was gonna say, do you do you know who you've got unsaid feelings to? Just so I can get a put a picture together here. Is anyone in this body? So <laughs> I don't know that I have unsaid feelings towards a person so much okay. as unsaid feelings about something. Okay. Is that something you're happy to, to share at this stage, or at the very least a message to me as the, the, the DM so that I can Maybe work with if you have something in mind. I will message you. Hmm? No worries. If the feeling is resentment towards who was supposed to be wrangling the minotaurs, <laughs> then I have an amazing defence for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Laura, let me know if that's okay. Uh, give me a second. Um... Oh, oh, oh! I, mm. I like this. I like this. Um, I like that. And okay. As you continue to wander down the path, um, you do come across a very familiar location uh, to more than one of you. Um, there is a farm here, and uh, both of both of our remaining people with unfinished business feel like this might be something significant to them. However, the necromancer has no real need to be here. And as such, he says, oh, why, 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 are you, why are you all sort of dillying around here? We've got places to be. How long have we been travelling? I'd say it's been, a, it's, it's been a couple of days, perhaps, uh, total. Does anyone have any problems with me trying to persuade the necromancer that because we're in charge of looking after them, it's really their best interests we have at heart that they need to stop and take a proper rest before they carry on? Yes, we don't have a heart. <laughs> I like Steve. We, we've we've got <laughs> we've got your best interests at leg. <clears throat> For the first time, uh, Angelica, the right arm is acting kind of sheepish. Is it a sheep arm? <laughs> I want to know what a sheepish arm looks like. <laughs> oh, it's kind of like kind of hiding back behind the body, and then just kind of like you know. Kinda... Wiggling fingers, trying not to look suspicious. <laughs> hmm. uh, I I think that you do manage to convince the uh, the the necromancer that you're gonna that that you need to stay the the night and that you need that he needs to rest. Now you're only gonna be able to stay here overnight, so you're not gonna have a lot of time to investigate the various things you might wish to investigate or the things you might wish to do. Who has something they'd like to do? You know, like, I, yeah, I imagine it's quite easy when you just bones. But you know, like yogis can like put the cross the legs, but in the way that the feet are like on the hips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to try and sort of coordinate that with Steve. <laughs> See, you're you're just like, oh my my bit my business is done. I'm just gonna have a sit down. Don't know about the rest of you. Yes, we're all having a sit down. <laughs> oh god, the legs uh, have decided to fuck about. Um, unless, does anyone have any opposition to sitting in the lotus position and doing nothing until it's time to move on from this location? 
Unsurprisingly, yes. Yeah. Did, did, did you as the Skull wish to perhaps do some work towards getting revenge on your killer? Yes. Okay, okay. Um... I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a contest from you both again. So once again, on the count of three, I'll need you to say a number from one to five. Whoever says the highest number wins, but they have to get rid of that many cards. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It is unbelievably yeah. tense in this room. <laughs> I'm giving each other such side eye. One, two, three. Two. two. Did you both say two? Yeah. Oh, does, does this say what to do in the event of a draw? Um, so, in the event of a draw, neither of you is discarding your cards right now, but you're at an impasse. You cannot agree on what to do. Now, there are ways we could potentially solve this uh, this dispute. You could attempt to bribe each other. See if there's anything you can offer each other in exchange for, like, if... If I give you one of my cards, or if I do this or that for you, will you, you know, allow me to take charge? Can we dick about later? To be honest, I'm actually very interested in this whole finding out who the killer was. I used to read a lot of Araco Christie books when I was alive. (laughs) (laughs) The skull just deadpans you? (laughs) Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Can't tell the difference between that and what I've had so far. Oh, you feel it. I I suppose if you're interested in going after the killer as well, you could do a contest with the legs. Do you wish to fight the legs for control? Sure. Okay, we'll have another competition. Uh, This time it is the arm against the leg. One, two, three. Three. Two. Uh, The arm has it, and by... by, I'm assuming that... The way that you get control here is you just pry the legs out of the lotus position. You're like, nope. <laughs> yep, that'll do. So, reluctantly, and under the control of an arm that will not let you sit down, uh, the body sort of starts to examine the um, the farm. Um, as as you look around, you see where the the minotaur had had been uh, at their their sort of station. They had a little. Uh, they had a stables, but with like a standing desk in it. You know, they they were both both animal and human, and it looks like someone opened it up, opened up the stable, and s- perhaps surprised them uh, that that it may have been someone who wasn't meant to be there got into the stables. What do you do? I don't know how a right arm can try to look innocent, <laughs> but it's trying. Um, Yes, this is exactly the kind of barn I could have you cleaning there, Angelica If, you know, you ever get back to my estate I I don't know about being in a barn I've never been in a barn like this I'm not saying that I've ever been in a barn But I'm just saying if I'd been in a barn I don't think it'd be a barn like this That's that's what I'm saying I I feel like you're not not saying the truth down there No Can we do a lotus position now? You sound very <laughs> suspicious, Angelica. Now you just spit it out. What exactly is it you have been up to, young lady? Uh, I may have been curious about wanting to be a minotaur wrangler, and <laughs> might have opened up the gate accidentally on purpose. You know what they say about curiosity: kill the minotaur wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> So, here's what I'm going to say. Someone here has confessed unsaid feelings, and I think that Justin gets to draw an extra card for that. Now, let me grab any more cards for some reason. Uh, I don't know why that is. Let me... Oh, I can't either. Oh, I can't either. What I might do is just do a shuffle and get everyone to draw the number of cards they previously had, if that's that's an acceptable solution. Oh, that's fine with that. Okay, yep, draw draw the number of cards you had previously. Sorry about that. Um, oh, good. Fine. So this is going to be the next five minutes. For the listeners at home, we have a digital thing that lets us all draw cards from a single deck. 
And currently, everyone is fighting over which cards are whose. Well, two people are fighting. I think they have to say the number and then draw that many cards. Yeah. Um, I want all the cards. Alright, I got my cards. Yeah. I got your cards. Just want to finish. Justin and Becky were fighting over cards because I'm wrangling a herd of children here. <laughs> I waited till everyone else was done. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. How many of Justin's cards do you have? Bet the answer isn't oh. four. Um, so while this is, is being sorted, um, Becky, your, your ghost unfinished business specifically says, get revenge on your killer. Your unfinished business isn't to find out who they are. How, how are you feeling right now? I am curious where you're at. staring tiny body daggers <laughs> at my right arm for quite some time now. I, I imagine this looks quite disjointed. The bottom half's all serene, all lotus position. And then we've just got like a little arm that's trying to hide behind the head that is swivelling to follow it to give it the absolute stare. I'm going to brew on this one. You, you're just going to you're gonna brew on it, are you? She's going to make tea or what? I don't know. <laughs> that's marvellous. <laughs> we have an eternity together. <laughs> Well, wow, that's that's the question, isn't it? That's, that's the 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 one that likes the the bits that connect the head to the shoulders. Yeah. So, um, let's say that you all spend a very awkward night in the barn. I'm assuming everyone's a little sort of not. No one's really addressing what has been discovered. The butler did it. <laughs> <laughs> um. And in the morning, it's time to move on. Uh, the the necromancer has been convinced to stay put about as long as they're probably going to be convinced to stay put. Um, now, the journey is drawing to a close. Now, this isn't going to be, you know, the last time the necromancer is going to need you. you you're going to be around probably as long as the necromancer wants you to be. But as you're drawing up towards the, the, the final town, you hear an ominous thump. And then another. It sounds like footsteps, and they're very big. Are they hoofy at all? Uh, mayhaps. Mm. Mayhaps they are. Any snorting going on? Uh, mayhaps. Um, as they draw closer, you hear an angry growl. I growl back, unmenacingly, <laughs> okay. and a tiny bit of dust. I make ah. my hands look like little, like, animal head and stuff like that, like, you know, shadow puppets, and I'm imitating a growl. <laughs> um, as you look toward where the sound is coming from, you see, in fact, the Minotaur um, walk out from the uh, from the, 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 the bushes, and he sort of looks straight at the necromancer and goes, I've got a beef with your skeleton. What? <laughs> oh, I think it's kind of a cow. I have been on the run since someone in that skeleton scared me off to death and I accidentally killed a bunch of people. It was it was involuntary manslaughter at worst, but they were putting me down for the death penalty. Lucretia's just going to put her hand against one of the cheeks that would be there. <laughs> so shocked. <laughs> as if to gasp. So, I have no direct problem with you, Necromancer, but you have given me an opportunity to get revenge on this sorry lot, thanks to whom I'm now a wanted man. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, wait, I can't, because I can't speak. Tell him he's a dick. <laughs> he's killed three of us. Or he's killed all of us, hasn't he? Involuntary manslaughter. Uh, no, I think technically Angelica killed us all and ruined this poor beefsteak's oh, life. Well, it's Throw around the word technically and stuff like that. I am throwing you under the cart so hard. Also, I think we have a cart. I will say this: I think there is an argument to be made for. Did the person who scared and let out the Minotaur cause the the killing, or did the the Minotaur cause the killing? That's a debate for, I suppose, the person who needs to get revenge on their killer. <laughs> as as one of my favorite authors, Lizard Folk Snicket, would say, it was <laughs> it, it was a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> So, I don't know which of you is which bits, but I, I've i been drawn to the scent of the people whose lives ruined my life. It's not my I fault I got spooked and ran over you all. I start pointing at Stephen. 
What Stephen's been the absolute backbone of this team. Well, well, well no, actually, someone else has been. We never talked to the backbone. <laughs> we didn't even give him an M. <laughs> At this point, Stephen is going to chime in. Uh, well, well, I may have been at the farm that day, and I might have accidentally dropped something on the anvil and made quite a loud noise, which might have caused the stampede that happened. Stephen! My hand is trying to look shocked, which I guess is just like jazz hands. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Stephen is trying to walk away unsuccessfully from the rest <laughs> of the body. <laughs> just the toes sort of crawling in the dirt. Yeah. Just, I'm going to drag the whole thing with me. <laughs> um, so, the Minotaur is going to attack. Now, I will note this. If the Minotaur destroys this skeletal golem, most of you have dealt with your unfinished business. Most of you will get to go back to the afterlife and you know, be happy. There is one of you who, if destroyed, will just be stuck in limbo. They have not finished their unfinished business. They will be stuck a ghost without without a body to, to pilot. So, what do you do with this minotaur charging at you? I'm confused about, like, where Lars <laughs> would <laughs> for want of any better phrase, where Lars would stand on the issue because... <laughs> would you leg it? If it wasn't for the Minotaur, then he might not have his legacy. Uh, yeah. It, I Here's the thing. I, I, I don't get the impression that Lars specifically has a problem with this this Minotaur, this Minotaur. I suppose, I suppose, does Lars care if L gets stuck for an eternity in the plane between planes having an unfinished business existence? He has shown very little regard for anyone else so far, so I don't think so, no. No worries. Does Lars have any intention to stay in this form any longer and avoid getting destroyed, or is he just, yeah, if I get destroyed, I get destroyed? Well, now that you've mentioned that, like, the afterlife, then, yeah, yeah why not return to the afterlife? I don't uh, Other parts of the body, are any of you going to, without the help of the legs, attempt to survive this charging minotaur? <laughs> well, um, I have... An idea? I would like to hear your idea. I guess it would probably be something that may be contested, but um, when the Minotaur is charging at us and getting close, I want to try to grab Steven and pull both that leg and my arm towards the Minotaur, hoping (gasps) these are the only two that get hit. (laughs) Oh... My goodness, this is... I love this. I want to see you do a roll. Give me a d20. I am praying for a d- for a good result here. Oh, it will not be. No, no, no. I'm going to contest this. <gasps> oh! Oh, okay. Fight, fight, On fight. the count of three, give a number from one to... Well, I suppose one to six, because Justin can go up to six. Uh, mm. are, you re- are you ready to give me that number? Mm-hmm. One, yes. two, three. Five. Six. Oh, that's a big dick it did well. <laughs> My goodness, so Justin, you've gone all in on this. Angelica's sorry, gone all Elle. in. Yeah, get, get rid of all six of those cards and roll me a, a d20. Let's see if you can make a, a a sacrificial move here. Oh, work, 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 work. Roll in bones. Does he get advantage for winning? <laughs> hmm. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give you advantage because you gate you put in all your cards on this. I have advantage on that d20. Alright, but uh, I'm not expecting it to go good. I've been rolling stinkers this entire game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So eleven, eleven is above average, and I want to give you something for your um for your self-sacrificing moments. Um, and you know what I think it's gonna be. You don't get a successful grip on Steven, but you do get your hand up and in the way. I think that you take the brunt of the impact. I'm okay with this. I think Angelica's moving on to the other side. Get back here, you 
not getting off that lightly. Uh, I think there's some shards of uh, some shards of Angelica in the the Minotaur's face, and it's sort of uh, taken back for a minute. It's a little uh, unexpected. It wasn't quite ready for the reality of there are shards of a ghost bone in my face. Hey, why, Wolf? <laughs> you've 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 killed the one that, that did all this, and and you've just look at the state of me. It's bad enough. I've got to be in the skeleton. You've just knocked other bits off me. Now, L, it doesn't feel like your unfinished business is dealt with. It doesn't feel like your revenge has been achieved. No. No, I it... had it taken from me by Angelica. But you I can just... still speak, though. You were the Minotaur Angler. I, I don't know that it's even that. I, I was the, the Minotaur Wrangler. I, I was supposed to wrangle it, and it was unwrangled when I died. Whose fault is that? The leg. Steve, isn't it? Yes, let's blame Stephen. There's a lot of people who were partially responsible. I was minding my own business, I assure you. There's, there's a lot of people who made stupid moves, but... No, Elle, Elle blames herself. Oh, oh no! I didn't think this through. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, let's say that, um, that Angelica is float- has not completely moved on yet. It's just sort of floating, unable to control the body. But able to just watch what's occurring. They're still part of the ghost soup. Can I just like make little ghostly noises like you can still wrangle it with only one arm? <laughs> I I I I fully endorse this. Um L, if you blame yourself, can you maybe get revenge by re wrangling the Minotaur? Well, you see, my original plan was going to be that, you know, it was my fault I caught dead. I, I deserve this. So I was I was just going to accept my fate. <gasps> I, I think that's a valid, I think that's a valid choice. Um, Pull yourself together, hell girl. Come on, we can sort this out. A fair and reasonable outcome for everyone. Now, listen here, you. Now, Monitor can't hear any of us talking. No. <laughs> so I'm just gesticulating wildly. <laughs> Very very much pointing in its face. <laughs> I'm attempting to gnaw my left arm off. <laughs> now, as as all of this is going on, the Minotaur dashes through the skeleton, and all of the the uh, the, the parts of the skeleton are shattered. I think in, in, while you've argued, the Minotaur has shattered you. But I think you were right, L. You feel at peace. Several of them, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> You feel at peace in having taken responsibility for your death. And as such, the four of you, and Stephen, <laughs> uh, are now starting to just float away from this body. You, you're you free. You're free to enjoy the afterlife. Um, are we free to watch whatever spectacle happens with the Minotaur and the Necromancer? Uh, yes, yes, you are. Um, so... The necromancer looks at the minotaur, looks at the crushed skeleton, looks at the minotaur, looks at the crushed skeleton and goes, If I make you a suit of bone armour so no one recognises you, do you want a job in security? You're clearly stronger than my last security client. <laughs> Get me off the grid, sure, why not? I think the minotaur is replacing you in, in duties as uh, protecting the necromancer. Is it putting on all the old bones and stuff, like, on top of it? I think it is dressing up in all of the shattered bits of what was the party. I am um, going to use the last of my ghostly will to just flip it the bird. <laughs> I'll help use my ghostly finger. <laughs> you successfully managed to flip the, the, the bird as you pass off into the afterlife to enjoy your various, various... Uh, desires. Uh, what does the afterlife look like for each of you? Should we start with you, Jane? What does your, your afterlife look like? Well, obviously there's servants everywhere. I, I have cream cakes for every meal. Uh, just a, It's constantly just a lovely afternoon. Lots, lots of sun, plenty of people just fanning me or bringing me a, just a nice fruity cocktail. There's always a pool boy. <laughs> uh, what about Becky? It's just the biggest minotaur farm you have ever seen. And all of the doors have state-of-the-art locks on them. Aww. They are so wrangled. And they all have cushy little desks with nice little spinny chairs so that they can minotaur away. James, tell us about your uh, your afterlife. 
it's not a losing competition. It's like a high-end tavern at the sort of side of a losing arena. Like, you know, like you get boxes at yeah, football yeah. stadiums like and stuff like that. Yeah, like a fancy place to watch the sport. Yeah, it's that, but he's sitting with other great losing champions. Aww. And the sort of, yeah. Because my, my first thought was like an endless losing competition, but that sounds like it might get a bit dull. So, yeah. He just yeah, gets he, he's... to chat with his idols while watching new people do the sport. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. And Justin, tell us about Angelica's uh, afterlife. Well, uh, I think she just kind of like wanders over to Elle's afterlife and says, Hey, do you mind teaching me how to be a Minotaur Wrangler too? And also, I'm sorry? Of course. We we can wrangle Minotaurs. Yay! Aww. I hand her a shovel. Now, (laughs) I will note, there is one person who isn't there. Stephen never finished his unfinished business, so he's stuck wandering the earth. He was supposed to save a loved one from a curse. It was a whole plot line he had. He felt a bit embarrassed to uh, to pipe up about it, so he doesn't get to enjoy the nice afterlife. He's just wandering around earth. And there we go. Hooray, we've done an adventure. Woo! Yeah, with that adventure done, uh, we should probably do self-promotion for people. Um... Jane, where are you on the internet and what do you do? I I do podcasts with you and I do streaming with Becky. Soundcloud.com slash Magnet, where you can listen to Queer and Pleasant Strangers or Polyarmory, which is, will be following this very shortly. Ooh, Ooh fun times. And the other really important one is uh, Patreon.com slash Radio, where you can do all supports. Lovely. Becky, where are you on the internet and what do you do? Uh, I can be found as at Becky Turthill on Twitter, and I do nothing else, and I will call it slander if Jane brings up the fact that I ever had a blog. What? <laughs> uh, what about you, James? Do you have anything that you'd like to promote? Uh, no, I'm a, I'm, I'm a lot like Halloween in that I'm not very well understood, and <laughs> I'm only interacted with once a year. <laughs> uh, Justin, where are you on the internet? What do you do? I am a just in time for a laugh on Twitter, but the main thing is I'm Jim Sterling's art director, so go support the Jimquisition Patreon so I can keep having a paycheck. Yeah. That is that is a thing. Like if you if you've watched Jimquisition videos or perhaps uh, those little Podquisition excerpt videos that have the, the the little transcripts in them and that really nice new logo. Yeah, that's all. That's, Thank that's, you. That's, that's Justin. Go go support Jim so Jim can support Justin. Mm-hmm. Um. Lastly, I'd like to thank OC Remix uh, for their track Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, The Clock Tower, Interruption by Juan Medano, which was used as our opening track. And I think that's it, so thank you very much for listening, everyone. Bye! Bye. If you're a warlock and you need a guard, you can count on the five of us keeping you safe, because we're all ghosts and we run a scaly. We'll save the day and then we'll have cake and sherry. (laughs) (laughs) That's why the warlock of these woods believe in Lucretia, Loss, and Elle, Angelica, and Steven. (laughs) (laughs) That was fantastic. I don't know where we're going to put that, but that's shove it I in feel, at the end. I feel the like credits. that's the intro. I feel no, like <laughs> it reveals too much. Okay, okay, that is the post-credits stinger. Um, right, I'm going to stop recording. But what if Jen says something else that's funner? <laughs> <laughs>